So we are in Isaiah 55, verse 8 and 9. For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, says the Lord. So the Lord's talking here. He's saying, my ways aren't your ways, and your ways aren't my ways. Mm -hmm. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than yours. You know, God's ways are higher than our ways. Sometimes we think we're doing things the right way, but God says, let's come up a little higher. Come up to, to my way. Start doing things my way. You know, there are standards in this world, but the world is not our standard. God's word is our standard. And so when I go to evaluate my life and I think, am I doing things the right way? I always think, am I doing things God's way? Not the world's way. Because you can look at yourself and if you compare yourself to how the world does things and you're a Christian, you're probably doing pretty good. You're like, well, you know, I, 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 my ways are better than their ways. Right? But... We're not comparing our ways to the world's ways. We're supposed to bring our ways up higher to God's ways. God's word is our standard for living. Amen. And God's word is also the standard for thinking because he goes on to say, and my thoughts are higher than your thoughts. Hallelujah. So it doesn't matter how high you think, what great things you can think of. God's thoughts are way higher than that. Amen. You know, so many people, well, I think so many people want to, but maybe they don't really want to. <laughs> I think there are so many people who want to change their lives. I think they think about changing their life. They, maybe they want a better relationship or they want a better job or they want a more fulfilled life. Um, maybe they, they wish they had peace of mind, you know. They wish, you know, there's some people out there, they wish they had a better body, right? They, they wish they could be smarter or that they could get better grades in school. Maybe they're wishing that they had more favor with their boss. Maybe they're thinking, I wish I understood my Bible better. I wish I could be a better communicator. Um, I wish I had more knowledge about my finances. Or maybe I could be a better steward of my money. You know, there are so many things in life that people... Um, People are maybe, I would think they're wishing for, but maybe they want those things. Let me put it this way. They want those things. They say they want those things. But saying you want those things and having those things are two different things. Because people who really want those things, they will put in the effort. If they want to be a better communicator, if they want to have a better relationship with their spouse, if they want to be a better steward of their money, they are going to put in the effort to make that change. If they want a better body, they're going to put in the effort to make that change. And if we really want change to come into our lives, it's not all these external things necessarily. Those will eventually come into play, but it starts internally. It starts with our thoughts and how we are thinking. If we really want the God kind of success, if we really want our lives to go higher, like we just read, where God says, my ways are higher, my thoughts are higher. If we really want to lose the low life and go higher, then we're going to have to change 
our thinking. And I would dare say this, any change in life that you want starts with your thinking. Anything that you want to better in your life starts with your thinking. Anything that you want success in, it's going to start with thinking right first. Amen. It all comes down to what am I thinking about? What am I meditating on? Amen. Let's turn to Joshua chapter 1 verse 8. This is a familiar portion of scripture. God's success. When we do things God's way, there is no sorrow. Did you know that? There are many people out there, they have made, uh, the world would call them a success. You know, maybe they've, they, they are an, a business owner. You know, they're making millions of dollars a year. Um, the world would call them a success. But if they don't have God, their sorrow. Yeah. Their sorrow with it. The Bible says when you do things God's way, it says the blessing of the Lord makes you rich and he adds no sorrow to it. And so to walk out God's best for us, it starts with our mind. And Joshua 1.8 says this, This book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth, but thou shalt meditate. Underline that word, meditate. Here is the key. What does it mean to meditate? Is it what we've seen on TV? Hmm, you know, they're meditating, they're sitting cross-legged on the floor. Hmm, you know, that is, that is not what God is talking about. That's not the meditation God is talking about. Because he's saying you shall meditate therein day and night. In what? In this book of the law. He's talking about you shall meditate in his word. That's what he's talking about. So what does that mean to meditate on his word. That means you think about his word. You're constantly thinking about his word. You know, when I, when I found myself with my thoughts wandering, trying to maybe figure things out or just thinking about other things that were not important, that had no spiritual effects on my life in a positive way, I thought, wow, I really need to rein my thoughts in. You know, we can think we're doing pretty good, but we've got to always be mindful of what are we thinking about? Where are our thoughts going? Because whatever you're thinking about is what you're meditating on. Let me say that again. Whatever you're constantly thinking about, that's what we're meditating on. So what do we do? How do we meditate on the word? We read that word, we open up his word, we put it in front of our eyes, and then we, we have it come out of our mouths. Amen. Amen. That's how we start to renew our minds. We meditate on the word. We take a scripture, for example, let's take Philippians 4.19. My God shall supply all my needs. Let's say, hey, pastor, I've been going through this financial strain for the last few months, you know, ever since COVID hit. I've been going through this financial strain and, and you said, you know, there'd be, even if there's famine, it wouldn't affect us, but I'm starting to feel the strain of that in my finances. So, so what are we going to do? We're going to go get a scripture on finances. My favorite's Philippians 419, but my God shall supply all my needs according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. 
and we say that verse, but my God shall supply all my needs according to his riches and glory. But, and we keep saying it, but my God shall supply, but my God shall supply all my needs according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. But my God shall supply all my needs according to his riches and glory. In Christ Jesus. See, we're changing the emphasis on every word. What are we doing? We're taking that scripture and we're putting it in our mouth and we're putting it in front of our eyes. It's important to put the scripture in front of your eyes, not just to quote it. But once you've seen it, you see it and then you say it and you see it and you say it. And then when you go to bed at night, there's that one scripture. What are you doing? You're meditating on his word. But my God shall supply all my needs according to his riches in glory in Christ Jesus. My God shall supply all my needs. And you're laying in bed. And what are you doing at night? You're not yelling it. You don't want to wake up your spouse, right? But you're meditating. You're saying, you know, there's times I'm laying in my bed and I'm saying that scripture over and over to myself. My God shall supply it's usually another scripture. I have other scriptures, but but if you're believing God for, for finances, and I've done that one too, my God shall supply all my needs according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. And I, I'm confessing that. And then I start meditating. What does my life look like when my God is supplying all my needs? Oh, when my God is supplying all my needs, every bill is paid on time. When my God is supplying my needs, the 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 refrigerator is full of food because my God is supplying all my needs. When my God supplies all my needs, my gas tank is full. When my God supplies all my needs, every need is met. When my God supplies all my needs, there are no debts. So then you are, you're, you are meditating. You're seeing yourself in that scripture and that scripture working in your life. That's what meditation is. It's not reading your chapter a day and then you go on. It's taking certain scriptures. You know, that word meditate comes from that word. What is that? To chew, cud, you know, uh, cows, when they chew their food, it goes down and they regurgitate. It comes back up and they're chewing it over and over. It goes back down and it comes back up and they're chewing. It goes back down, comes back up there. That's what chewing cud is. It's going back down and coming back up. Well, that's what we do with the word, that word meditate. It's going in and it's coming out of our mouth and it's going in and it's coming out of our mouth. And we're seeing that scripture in us and we're seeing, um, ourselves in that scripture. Amen. So it goes on to say in Joshua 1, 8, when you meditate therein day and night and you observe to do, see, you start meditating on that word and then it shows you what to do according to all that is written. Then say, then, then. you will make your way prosperous. It doesn't say then God will make your way prosperous. It says you'll make your way prosperous and then you will have good success right? So here's a principle in the Bible. This will change every Christian's life. This will change the way you're living. This will bring you from the low level living to the higher way of living. It'll take your thinking because the world operates in a very low level of thinking. And I'm not talking about intellectualism. I'm talking about how they think it's low how we think it's low compared to how God thinks. God's, God's thoughts are higher than ours. And so where do we get his thoughts? In his word. We get them in the Bible. And then we take that thought, that scripture, 
because that is what God's word is. It's him speaking to us. We take that scripture and we take it and we meditate on it. We think about it. We say it. We think about it. We say it. We think about it. We say it. And so it's constantly coming out of our mouth. It's it's something we're constantly thinking about. You know, when my mind started to wander that day, I had to rein it in. Oh, no, I'm going to start thinking on scripture because I was, you know, I was thinking about something that didn't even matter. You can go throughout your day thinking about things that don't even matter. Yeah. Wasting time with your mind. I said wasting time with your mind. And your success is when you start meditating on his word. So the enemy would try and distract you with what you did wrong that day. And why did you say that in that conversation? And and you should have said this. And I don't know why that person responded that way. What did I do wrong? You know, you're thinking, or man, I failed again. See, those are thoughts of the world. Those are thoughts of the enemy. He's trying to distract you and to keep you from meditating on God's word. And you've got to rein those thoughts in. Bring those thoughts back. Go, no, no, no. I'm going to think on the word. What scripture am I standing on right now? What am I believing God for? I'm going to meditate on his word. Because if you don't meditate and do his word, you will not have good success. You will not have godly prosperity. And godly prosperity, I said in Proverbs, it says, there's no sorrow with it. There's no sorrow with godly prosperity. Amen. So to have change, to bring our ways of thinking higher, Mm -hmm. his word, it's, it's, uh, and it's coming out of our mouth, right? It's, it's coming, uh, we're meditating on it. We're thinking about it. We're saying it. So it's in our mouth. It's in our mind. What is your mind filled with? What is your mind fixed on throughout the day? Do you even think about any scriptures? Are you even thinking about any script or, well, I had my devotions. That's it. I'm done for the day. Because that, if we really want to go there, Mm -hmm. that's being religious because you're really, well, I read my scriptures. I'm done. And you're not taking his word and making it a part of your life. When you take his word and meditate on it, it becomes a part of you. It becomes a part of you. It starts to come out of you. Come on. And then you're walking in good success. Praise the Lord. So people in, in general don't really want to put the work in. You know, how bad do you really want success? You know, we were watching this man. He was giving his testimony. He lost everything. This was years ago. He lost everything. I don't even know actually what he had. I just know he had nothing. And he took a book that he had gotten at a convention, and it was a book of faith on prosperity. And he took the book, and this was way back in the, looked like probably the 80s, and he took that book, and he took it to a Burger King. He got dressed like he would for the day. He had no job. He lost everything. And he took that prosperity book, and he would pick up a coffee at the Burger King, with his prosperity book and sit there for eight hours a day. And he'd read that book about God and God's will for prosperity for him. And he kept doing it day after day after day. What was he doing? He was meditating on God's word. He was exchanging 
This is what renewing the mind is. It's exchanging your low level, our low level of thinking for God's higher level, for God's way. How does God think about that? We've got to get rid of how we think about things. And so he did this day after day after day. And his testimony was, I want to say within a year or two, it was a very quick turnaround. Realized he was spending six to eight hours a day in the word. Wow. He said, I didn't have a job, so I made that my job. Good. I didn't have a job, so I made that my job. Within a year or two, how much did he have? He had million, he, he was set for life. Mm-hmm. He was set for life. Yeah. God started putting things in his hands and he was set for life. Millions and millions and millions of dollars. What happened? This man took the word of God. River Church, that's why we have books of the month. That's why we have a book table. Yeah. You can read your scriptures in your Bible and then you can get more word on that a book that we have all of our books are full of the word they're full of of uh, what we need to do and the things we need to change and they're we're exchanging so when you're reading books of uh, word books and you're reading your bible you're exchanging your ways of thinking you start filling up your mind with the right thoughts really you're driving out the wrong thoughts because wrong thoughts are all around you. People with wrong thoughts are all around you and they will try and say things to you. They'll say things to you and the next thing you know, you're thinking like them, you're talking like them. Uh And so we have to guard against those things and we have to stay so full of the word that when those things come, they bounce right off. I said they bounce right off because if you're taking in people's ways of talking, their ways of thinking, you know, here we are in COVID and everyone's talking about COVID. And I don't want to get COVID. And next thing you know, you're like, yeah, I don't want to get COVID either. Well, what happened? You know, you're now, you, you start to get in fear. Now those thoughts aren't bouncing off of you anymore. Now they're going inside you. So somewhere you're not filling up with the word because when you start filling up with the word and meditating on his word, those things, they try to come at you. Those negative things come at you. They'll bounce off. Because you'll recognize them and go, uh-uh, that's not me. Yeah. I've been in an office before and they're like, huh, we're all going to get COVID. And I said, not me. Not here. Not when I'm here. You know, I'm not allowing those things. And I answer them right away. No, not here. Yeah. Not here. Not here. Not here. Not in us. Uh-huh. Come on. So we've got to take the limits off of our thinking. And I just love that testimony of that man, his whole life changed. What did he do? He spent a few months, I don't know how many months, I think it was like six to eight months in the word of God, day and night. Just like this scripture wow. says, day and night. Wow. Meditating, what is prosperity? What does the word say about prosperity? What does the word say about me being prosperous? Yeah. And now he's a, a great big giver. Wow. The Lord ended up telling him later, <clears throat> when uh, he said, I, I want you to give this ministry a million dollars. He said, Lord, I don't have a million dollars. But he kept putting in that prosperity, putting in that prosperity. And one day he was able to write the ministry that had blessed him with that book where he, he, he delved into that book. He was able to write them a check for a million dollars. A man sitting in a Burger King drinking, all he could afford was a Burger King coffee. Mm -hmm. Do you see what God's word will do when you decide I'm losing the low life? You know, he could have sat at home. He could have turned on the TV. He could have gotten in a slump, you know, stayed in his shorts, 
don't shave, I don't have a job, I don't know what to do. I'll, I'll just watch. I'll watch Christian TV. It's not enough to watch Christian TV. Yeah. I love Christian TV. I mean, it's been a blessing to my life. But there comes a time when you have to say, I got to get into the word for myself. I got to start meditating. I've got to put this word in front of my eyes and don't let it depart. Yeah. I can't let it depart. It will change your life. It will bring your life higher. Come on. It takes the limits off your thinking. Praise God. God's word takes the limits off your life. If you'll start thinking on it and thinking on it and saying it and doing it and meditating on it. And then you're thinking on it again and you're saying it to yourself again and you're doing it and you're saying it to yourself when you're going to sleep. And you're saying it to yourself when you wake up and you're getting ready for work. And you're saying it to to yourself when you're driving. Nope. Nope. And you're saying your scripture, my God shall supply all my needs. Yes, Lord. Every need is met. And then, you know, you start meditating on his word. He starts dropping things into your spirit. Hey, I want you to go do this. I want you to go sow this seed. He starts speaking to you when you start meditating on his word. He starts showing you what to do. Praise God. And your life is changed because you brought your thoughts higher. You brought them in line with God's thoughts. We've got to, we've got to, we've got to let go of the low life. I don't want to live a lower life. I don't want to live the low life. I want to live a higher life. I want to live the life that God has planned for us. And I tell you right now, God does not have a low life planned for any of you. The life he has planned for you is higher than where you're living right now. And it starts with your thought life. It starts with what are you putting your attention on? Are you meditating on the wrong things? Are you watching the wrong things? You know, there was one minister, he said, he said, I can't watch the news. It makes me, makes me kind of angry, kind of stirs me up. He said something to that effect. But see, he knew. He knew it affected him. And he couldn't let his mind, listen to me, it got him upset. You know, when you get mad, you're in strife. When you get mad, you're automatically in strife. You can get mad at the TV, mad at your spouse, mad at your boss. Now you're in strife. Why? You start thinking the wrong thoughts. You're you're mad because they did this and they said this and they didn't do what they said they were going to do. And they always do that. What's happening? You're allowing the wrong thoughts to come in. You're starting to have ill feelings, the wrong thoughts towards your spouse and and your, your boss and your employer and your church and your family. What are you doing? You're allowing the wrong thoughts in. You're not staying full. You got to stay full of the word. And and I'm going to tell you, you're always going to have thoughts are going to be shooting at you. But when they do, you got to catch them. Nope, not here. I will not think wrong about my spouse. I love, and I answer those thoughts. I love my spouse. He's a blessing to my life. I love my job, Lord. I'm so thankful for my job. Thank you, Father. Thank you for my pastor. I love my pastor. I love that divine connection. And see, what am I doing? I'm being thankful. When you're thankful, you won't be a a complainer. Complainers aren't thankful people. Complainers are people who are full of negative thoughts. They're full of the wrong thoughts. Wasn't that what happened with with, um, the children in the wilderness, children of Israel? They were full of the wrong thinking. The minute they got out, the minute God freed them, they were out in the wilderness and what happened? 
they had the wrong thoughts. They thought, why did God bring us out here? He must have brought us out here to die. I'd rather be a slave. That's what they said. I'd rather go back to Egypt and be a slave than die out here in the wilderness. What is that? Can you imagine someone say that? You'd be like, you're crazy. You're free now. They were beating you. You were working night and day, your finger to the bone. Yeah. <laughs> and they're saying, I'd rather go back there so I could have food. That's wrong thinking. Yeah. They were in darkness. And they didn't change their thinking. When you become born again, you've got to change your thinking. You've got to start thinking the right thoughts. If you're thinking the wrong thoughts, if you're thinking like you were before you were born again, you're going to struggle. But see, now God's given you a tool. He's given you his word. So your life should look different once you get born again. You know, born again isn't just, well, I got saved, now I'm going to heaven. But you're still living like a carnal, a carnal bucket. Right. You're still living yeah. like a worldly person. Nobody knows you're saved. We don't know you're saved because you act just like everybody else. Well, why is that? And that can happen to anybody. If you don't put his word in your eyes and start meditating on it and think, no, Lord, you said I'm a new creature in Christ. All things are passed away. You've made me new. All things are new. See, the enemy will bring certain He'll hit certain targets, um, certain areas of, of one person's life, and he'll hit another area of another person's life. You know, everyone deals with different thoughts. Yeah. But the Bible, I'm here to tell you, has answers for every one of those thoughts. Yes. <laughs> he has answers for every one of those wrong thoughts. Good. You just got to delve in and find it. Right. And I'll tell you the easiest way. God has blessed us. Google scripture for poverty you know there you go if you don't know scripture for children that aren't serving the lord come on i mean if you don't really know your word start googling some things get to know the word open up your bible meditate on his word amen let's open our bible to proverbs 23 verse 7. so we are taking our thoughts higher we're not allowing the enemy to to bombard us with the wrong thoughts. And don't think, church, that you can watch the wrong things. Listen to the wrong things. Participate in the wrong things and think right. Be around the wrong people and think right. That will not happen. Eventually, you will start to think like they think. You'll start to act like they act. That's what happens. So you have to guard your mind. You have to guard your ears. What's coming into your ears? Guard what, what's coming in to your eyes. Amen? Amen? Because these things affect how you think. Mm-hmm. You know? Pastor Marcus and I were watching a show, and we thought, man, this is a great show. Well, all of a sudden we realized, I'm telling on myself, Ourself. ourselves, that there was adultery in this show. Just a little bit. Let me watch the next episode. A little bit more. After a few episodes, I told Pastor Marcus, we came upstairs and we were in our bedroom and I said, you know, I just realized this whole show has this thread of adultery running through it. Mm -hmm. I'm not watching that anymore. Because I can't allow 
well, I'm a Christian, you know, I'd be able to look for me. That was my personal conviction. I can't allow, there's a thread of that throughout all of the shows yeah. of this particular series we were watching. Uh-huh. And, and it wasn't like they weren't showing anything bad. Let me put it this way. It's not like they were showing any scenes, but it was insinuated uh-huh. throughout the whole thing. And so I'm like, I can't because what, see, what the world is trying to do is conform you to think like they think, to conform you to think that's okay. Every man, they, they have affairs. That's okay. That's normal. No, they don't. No, they don't. When you're a godly man, when you're a godly woman, you're committed to the Lord. Your body is his. You were bought with the price. Your body was bought with the price. You don't just give it to anybody freely. You were bought with the price. So godly men and women, we're consecrated to the Lord. And then we're, we're committed to our spouse. Amen. But what's, what's, what's happening there? The world's trying to conform you, make you think it's okay. Just a little bit. They just put a little bit in the show. Then you watch, no, there's a little bit more. And there could be other things. You know, that's not the only thread that the world tries to put in their shows. Mm -hmm. Right? So you've got to be careful because the world's trying to conform the way you think. And it'll happen without you even knowing it. It will happen without you even knowing it. Why? Because you're watching it over and over and over and over. And then you're like, man, my husband doesn't do that. I wish my husband was like that, that person on TV. Those people aren't even real. Those are characters. You know, people don't really act that way. They're, they're actors, right? And so you've got to be careful because it breeds the wrong thoughts. In your life, your real life, that's all fake. So you have to guard your thoughts. You have to guard what's coming into your eyes, what's coming into your ears. Why? Because it affects how you think. Mm -hmm. And your thoughts will determine the direction of your life. Mm -hmm. Right? Proverbs 23, 7 says, I gave you enough time to get there, right? Says, for as a man thinks in his heart, so is he, as he thinks in his heart, so is he. Whatever you think about is what you will become. And that's why it's so important. We want to become more like God. We want to start thinking more like God. We want to start acting more like God. We want his power to move in our life like it did when he was on the earth, right? We've, so we've got to meditate on the right things because if we're thinking on the wrong things we're going to become that but if we think on the right things on godly things we will become that isn't that what that verse says as a man thinks so is he if you think you're a failure and you meditate on your failures and you think about all the times that you were defeated that's where your life will continue to go but if you pick up god's word that says i'm an overcomer The greater one lives in me. The greater one lives in me. Come on, I overcome. I'm an overcomer. I'm not a failure. I'm a success. God has a plan for my life. I'm rising up higher. I'm going to think like God thinks. If you'll take your word and put that in in front of your eyes and start saying it out of your mouth, then your life comes higher. Why? Because your thoughts came higher. Your life will never supersede your thought life. 
your, let me say that again, your life will never supersede your thought life. So if you're constantly thinking poverty, if you're constantly thinking defeat, if you're constantly thinking about failure, if you're constantly thinking, well, those people don't like me, your life will never go higher than what you're thinking about. It'll stay right there. And the enemy would like you to believe those lies. But I'm here to tell you those are lies of the devil. Yes, they are. Good. And he's trying to get you to meditate and have self-pity. Well, it'll never happen to me and I messed up and I tried that venture and we failed and I tried that. And see, he's trying to get you to meditate on failure. But you've got to pick up your word. It's got an answer for everything. Come on. This is a victory, the Bible says, that overcomes the world, even our faith. You can say, Lord, this is my victory that overcomes, even my faith. You're helping me to, become an, to be an overcomer. I'm an overcomer. I'm an overcomer. I, I walk in success. Come on. I meditate on his word day and night. You're bringing your thought life higher. Yeah. You want to bring your thought life higher so your life can come up higher. Yeah. Good. You want to bring your thought life higher so your life can come up higher. Good. So you can be a blessing to others. Yeah. And not a curse. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> so you can be a blessing to others and not a, not a, not a downer. Yeah. You don't want to be a downer. You don't want to be the negative person who walks in the room and goes, oh, there they are, they're negative. Or every time they come, they're always mad. They're always upset. They always got to talk about this and they always get all mad about it. That's negativity. Yeah. You don't want to be that. God did not, a person who is negative is not a faith person. They are not in faith. That's good. Faith people are not negative. Faith people are not negative. Why? Because when you're in faith, you're staying in love and you are filling yourself up with his word. Why? Because faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word. So if you're filling up with the word, you're filling it up and your faith is coming up higher, you're not going to be negative. Yeah. I dare say this. If you are negative, you're not filled with faith. You're filling yourself up with the wrong things. You're thinking about the wrong things. Yeah. If you have a negative outlook, change it. Change it. Make it where people enjoy being around you. You're pleasant to be around. You always have nice things to say. You know, I was listening this last week, two different ministers, and they both said the same thing. They've both been in the ministry for years, years, say years. And they both said the same thing. I was listening to both of them separately, and they both said the same thing. You know, I've never said one negative thing about anybody. I love that. Yes. What is that? That's, that's a higher way of thinking. Yeah. It's a higher way of living. Yeah. What are they doing? They're filled with the word. Yeah. When those negative thoughts come, the negative thoughts come to say, nope, I don't. I'll tell you right now, the reason they don't say anything negative is because they're not thinking negative. Yeah. When you're saying negative things, it's because you're thinking negative. Everything starts with the thought. Everything starts with the thought. That's why the Bible says we have to renew our mind so we can be transformed. So we can, our lives can be transformed into what? Into God's way of living, God's way of thinking. Amen. You want to be a positive, poly, not a 
negative Nancy, <laughs> you know, or a Debbie Downer. You know, if your if your names are any of those, you say that's not me. I'm positive. Yes. I'm a I I I uplift. You know, you want to be someone who edifies people. The Bible. When I was growing up, my mom and dad used to say, "Is that edifying?" When we were little kids, you know, we might get in get in little arguments with my sister. Is that edifying? That wasn't edifying. What does that mean? It wasn't building them up. It was tearing them down. You can't use your words to tear people down and be in faith. You're not in faith if you're constantly tearing people down. And if you're constantly bringing, tearing people down or even tearing your own self down, because we can even do that about ourselves. We have this self-talk where we talk, you know, I've seen people, they talk about themselves under the breath. They're mumbling to themselves about their mistakes and what they did wrong and, and, See, you're supposed to be meditating on the Word. You're supposed to be mumbling to yourself what God said about you. Man, I'm more than a conqueror. The greater one lives in me. He puts me over every time. I'm led by the Holy Spirit. I know exactly what to do with this new business God showed me. He's shown me what to do. He's given me the right, the right contacts, and He leads me. I'm led by the Holy Spirit. See, you've got to start saying the right things about yourself, but you're going to have a hard time if you're not putting His Word in you. If you're listening to negative, I want to say this. If you're listening to negative things, right, and then you come up against, um, you come up against opposition, and then you say, I'm going to speak the word. And you should speak the word. But you speak the word, and you're not filled up. It comes from an empty place. It's, it's empty. There's no power behind it. Right. So you've got to stay full, say stay full, stay full, stay full of the word. Yes. So yeah. you're not negative. That's right. Stay full of the word yeah. so that you can walk out the plan of God for life and you can, you can live that higher life. Come on, praise the Lord. Praise God. I want to close with this. The wrong thoughts will hold your life hostage. The wrong thoughts will hold your life hostage. Yeah, See, true. we don't really think about what we think about. Yeah. And the Bible has a lot to say about the thoughts that we think. Mm -hmm. The wrong thoughts about yourself, your abilities, your relationships, other people, politics, the media. I mean, we could go on and on. Your spouse, your family, your kids. The wrong thoughts will keep you from living a life of freedom. The wrong thoughts will hold your life hostage. Get rid of those wrong thoughts. Start getting in your word. If you're not sure where to start, I'm going to close tonight with a scripture that talks about what are we supposed to be thinking about. Let's close tonight with Philippians chapter 4. We've got to exchange those wrong thoughts by filling up. I said filling up and fixing our minds on the right things. Now, don't think that you can just watch the wrong things, take in the wrong things, and then think right. You can't do that. Yeah, yeah that's right. You're not invincible. Yeah. That's, that, that doesn't work. You've got to constantly being, be being filled yeah. with his word, hearing his word, putting his word before your eyes, and meditating what is meditating, saying it, thinking it, doing it, saying it, thinking it, doing it, saying it, thinking it, doing it. Saying it to yourself at night. Saying it to yourself when you wake up. Saying it to yourself 
when you're driving to work? What are you doing? You're saying that scripture to yourself. It's becoming a part of you. And guess what it does? It changes your life into what that scripture looks like. Philippians 4 verse 8 says this. Finally, brethren, whatever things are true, whatever things are noble, whatever things are just, whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely. Come on, there's a lot of unlovely things in this world. We're not supposed to be taking those things in. We're not supposed to be thinking about the unlovely things. Whatever things are of a good report, if there is any virtue, if there is anything praiseworthy, meditate, in other words, think on these things. The Bible tells us what to think about. Tells us, think on the, the good things, the just things, the pure things. Come on. The Passion Translation says, keep your thoughts continually fixed. In other words, I'm not letting my thoughts wander here. I'm not letting my thoughts wander there. I'm going to keep my, I, my, I, I was getting ready tonight. I got all of a sudden my thoughts started to wander. I said, no, 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 bring that in. No, I'm thinking on things that are, that are true and lovely and have a good report. Yeah. I'm not letting my mind go to things that I don't need to be thinking about. Yeah. I'm going to be continually fixed on his word. It says, keep your thoughts continually fixed on all that is authentic and real, honorable, admirable, beautiful and respectful, pure and holy, merciful and kind. If you're having thoughts and they aren't kind, you're not thinking the right thoughts. You could take this scripture. I'm thinking on kind things. And then it says, fasten your thoughts. You've got to keep your thoughts there because they'll try and wander off. No, it's like a dog on a leash. It's like a dog on a leash. If you take that leash off, your dog's going to run down the street. That's how your thought life will be. It'll take off. So you put that leash on you. Let me rein you in. You're going where I tell you to go. You're following my direction. Fasten your thoughts on every glorious work of God, praising Him always. I love how it talks about praise after it tells you what to put your mind on. Because, you know, when you start praising God, that puts your attention, that puts your mind on God. Puts your mind on the right things. Hey, it works. I've had my mind start, nope, nope, I praise you, Jesus. I thank you, Father. I'm thinking on the right things. And I start speaking my scriptures. Amen. The Amplified says, if there's anything worthy of praise, think on, weigh, and take account of these things. Fix your mind on them. Fix your mind on these things that are true, honorable, just, pure. I said pure. Don't be putting your mind on unclean things. Don't be putting before your eyes things that are unclean. When you do that, you see your eyes and your ears, they're windows. I said they're windows. That's why I said, don't think you can watch those things and not be affected. They're windows, uh, they're doors, and you, you're watching things, you're listening things that are to, to things that are unclean, uh-huh. goes right inside you. Good. Goes right inside you because you allowed it in through your eye gates, your ear gates, right? So we've got to think on pure things. When your mind starts to take you someplace up here, no, 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 I think on pure things. Yeah. I refuse to think on unclean things and start filling up with the word. Get some scriptures. I'm thinking on true and honest and lovely and of a good report. Things that are unclean are not of a good report. They are not of a good report. You don't want to allow 
the wrong things in your life. You want to keep your mind fixed on the things of God. Why? Because we're going higher, church. Yeah. We're taking our thoughts higher so our life can go higher. Yeah. You know what happens when we do that? God starts to use us more and more. Yeah. So we can be a blessing to others. We're not always having to deal with, you know, all of our issues. Mm-hmm. Because we, we, we start getting our issues fixed mm-hmm. by putting His Word in our life. Amen. Come on. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So we're going to fix our mind on the Word. Amen. We're going to meditate on it, read it, and say it until it becomes a part of us. And our mind is changed. Our thinking is changed. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. So church, our homework for you, my homework, I want you to think about an area where your mind has wandered an area where your, your thought life, it's not thinking right. And it's not thinking in line with God's thoughts. It could be about um, prosperity. could be about your healing. could be about your family. It could be about maybe joy. Maybe you're, maybe you're not walking in the joy that you should be walking in. Uh, it could be about peace of mind. Any, any area, there's scriptures for every one of those areas. And just take that scripture, whatever scripture just stands out to you. You know, I have a promise book and it's a, it's a little leather bound book. And there are, it's like a topical, they, they call them topical Bibles. I always called it a promise book. And it has chapters, one's on healing, one's on prosperity, one's on love. And so when I look up that, chapter on healing it's all the healing verses and I'll start reading through those and as I do one usually one will just pop up at me and I'm like that's the one I'm going to meditate on it's just like mm, something inside me goes that's that's the one and I start meditating on that scripture and I start saying it to myself over and over and when I go to bed I don't let my thoughts wander I purposefully and it could be a new scripture maybe that I read that day and I don't even know it by heart. I'll open my Bible before I go to bed and I'll read it and I'll say it to myself a few times over and over until I have it memorized. Then I close my Bible and I'll close my eyes, turn out my light, and I, I'm saying that scripture to myself. What am I doing? I'm changing the way I think. I'm changing the way I think. I want to think like God. I want to think like God so my life can go higher. You know, the enemy, he tries to torment us, but he torments us because we're not meditating on his word. Fill up with his word and, and, and drive all those wrong thoughts out. Get that scripture, church. I want you to do that tonight. If, if, you know, make the time. It takes probably less than five minutes to find a verse. And that's the one I'm going to, that's the one. I, you know, you might even get a three by five card. Write down that verse. Put it by your bed. Get another three by five card. Write down that verse. Put it by your counter where you're getting ready in the morning. Get another three by five card. Write down the same verse and put it in your car. Come on. Put it in your car. I put I put mine right. I've got it. It's right in between my my um, steering wheel and my speedometer. Doesn't cover anything up. And I'm not like looking at it instead of looking at the road. When I stop at a stoplight, I'll look down at those scriptures and I say them out loud to myself. What am I doing? I'm meditating. I know that there's an area that my thinking is not right in. I'm like, I need to change this thinking. This is not how God wants me to think. 
and, and I'm not honoring God with my thoughts. And I'm not even saying you have to be thinking something bad, but you're not thinking in line. If it's not in line with God's word, it really is bad. <laughs> it's, it really is bad. It's, it's not doing your life any good thinking the wrong thoughts. It's actually, church, it's actually bringing subtraction to your life. But when you start meditating on his word, you get that scripture and start thinking about it. It'll bring addition to your life. Amen? Amen. Amen. Father God, we thank you for the people tonight. We ask you to bless them and you help them in Jesus' name.